Hello everyone and welcome to the first episode of the Embrace Digital podcast series. This is a series that brings together different voices from museums and experts from the industry to discuss emerging and interesting digital trends impacting the sector today. We explore inspiring examples and try to understand what digital holds for the future of museums, for their collections, for audiences and internal working cultures. This podcast is brought to you by Icom Germany and has been made possible with support from the Berlin State Museums. I'm your host Midhavi and I'm a cultural entrepreneur on a lifelong mission to make heritage and culture accessible and engaging for people. I believe that we are at an exciting juncture for museums and cultural institutions and that the stars are finally aligning for museums to embrace digital. When it comes to your museum's digital strategy, what do you choose between an enhanced visitor experience and increased reach? Does digital success end at opening up collections? How do you measure digital success? How do you achieve an internal buy-in for digital from colleagues who have so many other responsibilities? Today I'm in conversation with Jonas Heide-Smith. Jonas is the head of digital at SMK, the National Gallery of Denmark in Copenhagen and in this episode he graciously shares his experience of making SNK one of the most successful examples of digital transformation. Thank you so much for joining us today Jonas and before we dive right into the conversation uh, can you share a little about your digital journey at SNK? Absolutely. Thanks for having me on by the way. Um, I've been here for um, five and a half years which means that I'm practically brainwashed now. I didn't come from the museum business before. Everything seemed so strange at first, and uh, and now I'm feeling like everything seems quite natural. So I guess that's what happens over time. But I can still remember sort of the the uh, the, the feeling of of going into this into this field uh, on the first day, and it was and it was it was very uh, daunting. The museum that I arrived at here at SMK had had actually gone on a sort of a long journey already in terms mm-hmm. of digital. So at that point, I think it's fair to say that a lot of the sort of the large battles were actually fought, if you will. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, if, if you were to go back further, I mean, I'm sure there would have been a lot of opposition and uh, and a very different mindset. But at the time I, I got here, uh, it seems that um, everybody, or at least everybody I spoke to, was more than confident and, and more than ready to sort of embrace digital. Mm-hmm. So back when you joined, what was SMK's approach to digital? Did did you already have a digital strategy or did you create one? One thing that had been uh, very clear was that uh, the SMK um, saw the potential of digital very much as a way of increasing reach, mm-hmm. of fulfilling very sort of core goals, uh, such as connecting people with art, you know, the very sort of the, the central goal of, of, of our museum. So digital was at that time a whole lot else than just you know marketing or sales. It was, a, it was seen as a, as a, a very important uh, channel for uh, increasing our relevance in Danish society, for instance. And one way to do that that people here had arrived at was to embrace openness, open access. Mm-hmm. Um, so at that time, um, uh, the museum had had released photos of the museum highlights in very high quality, 
and uh, publish them uh, sort of online for everybody to use. And that had been a kind of a, a watershed moment because because the, the experience was, of course, that nothing terrible happened. What what happened was that 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 our sort of visibility increased, you know, tenfold. Right. So putting these uh, images on uh, Wikimedia and putting them on Google Arts and Culture and other platforms did nothing bad for us. It only did good things for us. The museum really uh, had had embraced and accepted that that the future for us, uh, if we want to reach beyond the, the, the physical building, is is to 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 embrace openness and to remove as many barriers as possible uh, between. Uh, people and Danish people or anybody in the world and the SMK collection. So this was the strategy that, that was chosen for us. When, when we said digital, what we meant very much was open access online uh, and not so much uh, installations at the museum uh, or interactives in the exhibition, for instance. Right. So you wanted to focus on building that reach and becoming that museum without borders and breaking barriers. What were some of the first steps that you took? So uh, if these two sort of ideas represent sort of very sort of core strategies that the museum take, one is uh, enhance the visitor experience at the museum, and the other is increase reach, um, then we definitely chose the latter of those two, right? So it's a lot mm -hmm. of online work, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, you know <laughs> outreach uh, online, a lot of uh, trying to find the right platforms to host our art and a lot of work removing all barriers. And uh, and then w when I came in, we did a lot of things to further openness. We we work with, you know, extending that into the building itself. Uh, we tried to remove, you know, signage that said, don't take photos. And we tried to put up signage that said, you know, please take photos. Uh, very simple. Nothing terrible happened, right? The uh, the museum uh, was still there, and uh, the world hadn't collapsed. You make it sound really simple, Jonas, but the fact remains that a lot of museums do have reservations about opening up. How do you address that? All these things that that had seemed dangerous at at one point, and then maybe were dangerous uh, at some point. Whenever we tried to to sort of uh, to sort of uh, stir things up a bit. Uh, we only had positive experiences. I have yet to receive a single sort of complaint or um, uh, uh, any kind of legal threat or anything regarding our, our openness um, uh, policies, right? So it seems that many of the fears that, 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 that were kind of, uh, that some people uh, felt very deeply, they seemed unfounded or at least they, they, they were no longer um, valid, right? So. So we have, we've had a lot of, I think, um, progress uh, here, and we've we've mainly experienced that going open really increase, increases our visibility and our reach. Obviously, for art museums, uh, certainly, and many other museums, you're you're when you're doing digital, you're actually part of a kind of a miracle because uh, if you were in a media company, if you were in a library you would feel very strongly that what you did digitally uh, could somehow cannibalize on your sort of analog uh, business. Mm -hmm. uh, because if you if you get the ebook, then you might not need the physical book as much from the library because there's no real sort of original text in, in that sense. But mm -hmm. in for us and in and I think many art museums, the experience is that the more interest you generate online, the more you show your art online, the more uh, a lot of people really love to see that art offline.
Of course, I mean, opening collections opens up so many possibilities and it's not just limited to a viewer or an audience uh, passively consuming your content, but there are so many ways to start engaging them using that content. And SMK is one of the best examples. I mean, your museum has used the power of your open collections to co-create with audiences and collaborate with them, right? That is that, that that is one of the uh, great things about about opening up. I think I don't, I don't have to argue the, the openness case a lot, but when I sometimes do, uh, when sometimes people are skeptical, it's it's more like an idea of well, so you open up and then what? I mean, uh, the, what's what's going to happen? You're just dumping stuff online. So I think uh, equally important for us has been that the continuous effort to uh, stimulate interest, to create engagement, to create situations, events, uh, opportunities for um, for people to, to actually use the art. So we give a lot of like, examples. We also try to host workshops, events, all kinds of things where we show how you can actually uh, use this, this the data or the, or the or the art itself. And, uh, and I think I think I think that's key because I mean you can publish all the all the fancy um, APIs you want, uh, but but nobody's going to use it unless there's kind of movement around it, right? And there's a kind of enthusiasm around it and examples and all these things. And also, of course, as a way of sort of um, reaching entirely different audiences. So obviously, we're a uh, classical, you know, traditional art museum. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the museum building uh, can be daunting, right? It can seem like a very solemn solemn place. Uh, you have you have to uh, walk around and, and and look at artworks hanging on the wall. How do you even do that? Which route do you take? How do you how, how to interpret these things? So unless you're um, you're experienced with museums already, unless you're you you come from a family who took you to art museums since you were a child, you might be a little bit confused, right, about where to go, what to see, what's important here, what are the highlights, what should I do? So I think one of the things these remix initiatives actually uh, help do is to just remove that kind of barrier of of something sort of unreachable, something holy, something you cannot touch. And mm-hmm. uh, and I think that's really key to, to 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 reaching new audiences. It doesn't have to be it can be young people, it can be older people. But I think mainly it's about reaching those people who would not uh, either choose to or know how to visit a an art museum uh, just on their own and walk around and have a great experience. This is another way in, and I think digital really, really uh, enables uh, museums to sort of increase the possibilities of 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 the visit of of the visitor experience, like create more experiences. So uh, digital, I think, when it's done right, it's not about replacing the old, corrupting the old. Uh, taking something away from the classical way of, of using the museum. I think that's fantastic. A lot of people love the old way of using the museum. But it's, it's a way of uh, making the museum relevant to uh, audiences that can't be more or less clueless about that old way of, of just, you know, staring at a painting for prolonged periods of time and getting a deep subjective experience. Uh, right. that, that you have to have a kind of a ladder to, to get to that point. That may be the end goal, maybe, mm-hmm. but but it's definitely not where you start off. So so it really it, it really enables us and other museums to 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 be more inviting. Right. So the question that then arises is that when do you know or how do you know that digital has been done right? Um, at SMK, do you have any key performance indicators that you might have set or how do you measure your digital success? 
I've actually spent quite a lot of time uh, when I was starting here, uh, just trying to to work out how this has been measured had been measured in the past. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it was rather unclear to me. Uh, it was a kind of a mixture of all kinds of different goals and KPIs. So I spent some time trying to streamline that. So I think now I, now what we have uh, for sort of core digital uh, KPIs is something that, that that's that's quite easy to to understand and read. It's basically uh, revolving around the concept of reach, like how many people do you actually uh, you know reach every month, for instance, on different channels, trying to to not care too much about which channel we use. So we don't care if it's our own channel or somebody else's channel. We happily count the number of photos that visitors take and post on Instagram from the museum as part of our sort of success. Uh, so it's not just our own uh, profile uh, that, that, that gets counted. It's not our own website. That's, that's uh, Once you leave that kind of, sort of mindset uh, mm-hmm. of, of only counting your own stuff, then you're able to use platforms that really work for you, like Wikimedia, for instance. So I think right. that's, that's one of the very important sort of uh, steps in our in our um, development. So so basically, I, I toss around this number, uh, which is, uh, I think I usually say it's like 44 million, <laughs> but it could be 22. It, it could be, it doesn't really matter what the number is. It, uh, there's a lot of, a lot of footnotes here about how I count things and what gets added and, and subtracted. But it's more like uh, finding something that, that, that's meaningful, something that's relatively simple uh, to, to be kind of agnostic about, about channels and platforms because those will change. And then just to try to show uh, uh, development. Uh, so I don't really care uh, if it's actually 44 million or it's 32 million, uh, but I do care about this, my charge going up, for instance. I want more reach. More reach is better than than, than less reach. So, mm-hmm. so very, very simple and kind of analog to the way that we count uh, physical guests at the museum, which is really also, uh, in the end, people through the door, right? So there is mm-hmm. there's this count, people through the door. We don't really care what their experience was. Did they actually just eat cake at the cafe or did they see you know every, every artwork uh, on display? What was their experience? What did they learn? Are they becoming more democratic? Uh, all these things uh, would be nice to know, but we don't really know how to measure it. So I think one mistake that you sometimes make in digital is to think that because you're dealing with something that sort of lends itself to measurement, then you can actually measure uh, these things far better than you can in analog, uh, mm-hmm. in the analog world. If it's been good enough for analog for 100 years, then it's good enough for me uh, for digital. So I, have re- I really have a very sort of, uh, in a sense, quite simple uh, view of things. More reach is better. So it is a great reach that makes you happy. But what part of your work inspires you? Well, I uh, I, I work with many aspects of digital, right? I work with mm-hmm. uh, creating new uh, new services and platforms. I work with social media, uh, web content, and I also work with the whole sort of op- the the opening you know part of strategy. So so I've had I can sort of uh, point to put different things. I think uh, when I, when I'm most happy about what we do is that when we actually connect those different aspects of the museum. So when we are actually able to, to have these things work together, so a social media uh, uh, strategy, when that, when that works together with our openness uh, ideas and a whole strategy there, then that's, that's fantastic. So, and that can, that can take many forms, like uh, it can shape our um, attitudes toward uh, visitor photography, it can shape our attitudes toward influencers, uh, mm-hmm. in, and I think in a, in a meaningful way. So, so when I when I feel that these different aspects of my uh, of my job 
uh, sort of uh, work together. I think those are good days, right? And uh, we're a national gallery, but we are located in, you know, of course, mm. in in one in a building. It's in yeah. Copenhagen. Uh, the more the, the further you get from Copenhagen, the more difficult it will be to visit the museum. Mm-hmm. If you visit the museum uh, it, during opening hours, if you pay the entrance fee, and if you were to see every single artwork on display at the museum. It would probably take you, I don't know, six, seven hours. Then you yeah. would have seen 0.7% of the collection. So, so th- that that's just a, that that figure is quite stunning, I think, for most people. And it really mm-hmm. sort of, it sort of, it, it sort of points directly to digital as not not a better way uh, uh, of seeing the art, but very often the only way of seeing the art. I don't want to debate with people the relative merits of digital or analog. I'm just pointing to the fact that these things are not visible. They're not they're not being used, they're not being enjoyed by anybody unless we show them in a digital form. And to make these things possible, we'll need vision and support from the senior management, which a lot of museums honestly struggle with. What has been your experience with this? How does one secure senior management support, and how does one crack this part? Well, I think it's uh, I think it's crucial, uh, uh, and I think you, you you don't get very far without it, right? And I think yeah. it takes a lot of work <laughs> for for most museums, and 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 sometimes it starts um, sort of top down. Uh, there's a new uh, you know there's a new director, and and this person is very progressive. Sometimes it starts bottom up. Uh, people start doing it, uh, and and then it, it gradually. Uh, reach the sort of the top level, but it always it usually takes a lot of work, right? Uh, so I think here it's been very um, bottom up. Uh, people mm-hmm. here have been have been arguing these things, working with them, making the argument all uh, all the time, every time you can, that this is a way of fulfilling core museum goals. I think that's really key. Um, mm-hmm. This is something that 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 most people can actually accept over time. So you really want to connect the art with people. Well, that is actually a lot of, you know, that's what we do. So right. I think if you phrase it that way, I, I, I think uh, it's, it's much easier to overcome any kind of initial resistance that, that you may have. So I think what's important also mm-hmm. is, to, is to align, of course, uh, digital with, with, with the goals and strategies of the museum and to see them in, in, in that light. Uh, so, so for me, at least, uh, there is a museum strategy uh, for SMK, uh, there's a communication strategy, there's a digital strategy, and these things have to align, right? Uh, if you're yeah. if you're in a position or if you're sort of competing directly for resources, then that's a tough sell. Uh, so I think what, what, one of the things we, we've tried to do in our current project in SMK Open uh, is to, to try to make sure that what we're building is actually sort of core infrastructure. Uh, it's something that 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 the museum really really needs and wants. It's not just something uh, on top of, of of the rest of the of, of the work. It's something that really uh, enables us to, to reach our goals and which is connected to other processes in the museum. So mm-hmm. I, ideally, I would of course love if everybody, you know, uh, worked towards my digital uh, <laughs> domination <laughs> goals. But but in in reality, of course, people uh, in different departments they work towards other goals as well. So if those goals are kind of aligned, so if you work in your in your area with let's say digitization, you're you're photographing the art or you're cataloging the art, then if if that can sort of feed directly into your 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 digital um, um, reach uh, efforts, then mm-hmm. that is I think uh, ideal because um, then you don't have to 
you don't have to fight all the time about who gets the resources. So digital for me, uh, when it when it really works here, is a kind of a a, a catalyst or a an, an amplifier for all the other work that's been done at the museum for you know 100 years and that's being done all the time right and then the other challenge is always around getting the other colleagues to join in on amplifying the museum's work digitally how do you achieve that i, I don't i don't want to claim that there's no <laughs> it's a daily challenge of course to, to keep these things aligned so mm -hmm. so but but i think uh, well um, for our current project smk open which is really sort of taking all the sort of the uh, the, the loose the loose ideas and hopes and dreams and and making them very concrete well, uh, one important aspect is that it's externally funded. <laughs> so you are completely not competing for resources uh, on a day-to-day on -day basis. So I think, you know, uh, rule number one, get funding. Uh, and and that, that will, of course, help help you do a lot of, a lot of things uh, without anybody else feeling that you're stepping on their toes. And just, you know, finding the right balance uh, within the organization, which, which is that you have to um, include uh, people to some level. And some people mm -hmm. you have to include to a very high level and then and you have to listen uh, but you also uh, you can't listen too much right you have to listen to the right yeah. people but at, at the right um, at the right amount and then you have to have a kind of uh, structure and, and and vision uh to enable you to actually make choices right because uh, if you were to listen all the time and, and just uh, keep trying for a complete consensus, then you would get nowhere. This means, of course, having a, a certain position uh, in the museum. Mm -hmm. You cannot do this from sort of a you know, lone person in the basement. You have to have, uh, you know, uh, support from, from management or you have to be in management yourself or, or uh, whatever works. Uh, it's to 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 be able to do that to do that, but but then it's 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 definitely possible, as well as a challenge. Uh, but but then again, yeah, if if you were in education or fundraising, you you probably have challenges there as well. So that's just part of life. That's why they pay you for it. Right. Moving ahead from challenges to successes, what have been some of your big wins, or what has particularly worked for you, or are there any best practices in your approach that you want to share? Well, I, th I, th I think our uh, approach to um, sort of uh, including our, our audience and including, um, you know, in Insta the Instagram community and photographers in, in our own strategy and to, to not try to do all the work ourselves, but to sort of liaison and partner up with, mm -hmm. with, with, with people who are really great at things. I think that's, that, that's, that, that, that has worked very well on social media. And it's certainly also the idea behind our openness uh, platform. So I think... Uh, the the idea of of launching our API, you know, uh, open access data, yeah. it sounds in itself extremely dull and boring, um, but that is it, it is it is central to this idea of not trying to do everything ourselves. So I would point to a, which we have um, sort of meticulously <laughs> tried to 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 use ourselves. So our um, upcoming uh, online collection interface that we're launching in a, in a couple of weeks, it, it builds entirely on our own API. Uh, and I think that's very, very healthy for us. So, so I think that project, even if you can't really see that uh, mm -hmm. as you as you browse the uh, the website, I think that's a that's a that's a very important win for for us. Um, it's 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 because it 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 shows it, it it gives us an example. It gives us a case study. It gives us a reason to maintain the IP the API. Mm -hmm. So just. Um, building on the tools that everybody else can also build on and just uh, accepting the idea that the museum is not uh, the best uh, equipped um, institution to do everything, right? What we're, right? what we're good at, we're good at 
collecting the art. We're good at, you know, uh, taking care of the art. We're good at displaying the art of the museum. We're very good at researching uh, the art. We're good at knowing our collection, but that's what we're really good at. We're not very good at, uh, you know, developing apps or websites necessarily. So the more, or, or we're not sort of the best photographers necessarily in the world either. So the more you can, you can, you can lean on or build on partnerships and the more you can invite people in to you know uh take fantastic pictures of the museum and post them on instagram or the more you can invite people to use your data and build fantastic services i think the better and that's the way forward too right because i, I think there are so many possibilities that open up once you start allowing people with uh, diverse strengths to come in and partner with you and help you create things that will just ultimately help your vision grow and you grow so it's great to know that SMK has some great examples and experiences to share from its collaborations. Um, so what next now and what is what are you looking forward to? What is your vision for the digital future? Right. Um, so I think um, we've actually had two large projects in digital. Uh, one really sort of changed the mindset of the museum, uh, made people sort of understand the value of digital. And the other one, which is the one we're doing now, really, really uh, gives us a, 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 a very useful, flexible digital infrastructure and gets all the data uh, where it has to be. I think the one thing that we're obviously in need of is to integrate <laughs> these things. Right. A lot of museums have tried this over time, but I think we're in a very good position to actually give that a shot so to make sure that digital and analog work together in the best possible way. So just to give an example, when you're at the museum as a guest, you should of course be able to have an enhanced experience at the museum as, mm -hmm. since we have all that data available about connections between artworks, about background of artists, all that stuff should be accessible to you in an elegant and useful way, of course. And that's something that's not in place at all right now. We have wonderful right. uh, online <laughs> presence probably, and we have a great museum experience here, but there are different planets in a sense. I think SMK's digital journey has been absolutely wonderful and inspiring, and I'm very positive that this integration too will fall into place soon enough. Before we close, Eunice, what would be your advice to our listeners, uh, digital leaders who might be listening to this podcast? Um, my, my advice would be, um, Align your goals with the museum uh, goals. Find the right people to work with, uh, both internally and externally, and and then work from there. Don't overthink it. Uh, don't think that the uh, that the goal is necessarily the uh, the, the sort of the, the topic of the project. It's it's very often these things actually very often uh, are a consequence of of the right people uh, working together in the, in the right in the right setting. So so I think uh, so finding that balance is is key. Thank you so much, Jonas, for uh, your advice and for your time today and for sharing everything that you did. Thanks a lot. At the end of November 2019, SMK launched a new user-friendly online collection. Uh, around 40,000 digitized works from their museum collection were arranged into categories using artificial intelligence. Don't forget to check this out um, at open.smk.dk. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Midhavi, and I hope you enjoyed listening to us today. You can reach me on my Twitter handle. You'll find the details in the description of the podcast. Feedback, brickbats, welcome. And once again, a big shout out to Icon Germany and the Berlin State Museums for making this possible.